There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London. I'm Toby Gillis. And I'm Laura Cook. Today, we've got a truly unique piece of journalism to bring you, looking at the seemingly increasing numbers of sexual abuse criminal cases being brought against elite sportsmen and how their upbringing may be part of the problem. It really is fascinating. We'll also hear about the death of one of the great American crooners and how he stayed relevant almost until this very day. And, Laura... Our favourite story yes, it today. Is. The tourist city that's genuinely trying to stop tourism. We begin with a story that's only loosely related to a current event, a Time Sport exclusive interview with probably the leading sexual offences barrister in the UK. It'd be easy to wonder why this is being brought to you on a news podcast then, but it's relevant at the moment because Eleanor Law's KC has just represented former Football World Cup winner Benjamin Mendy as he was acquitted of rape and attempted rape charges. But this interview isn't about him or his case. It's an absolutely fascinating insight into why elite sportsmen right across the globe may so frequently be finding themselves accused of sexual offences and, without judgment on any individual case, her solutions. But it goes beyond elite sport. Eleanor Lords has spoken with Chief Sports Correspondent Matt Lawton and she told him her view that this is a societal problem. She sees an issue with the the sheer proliferation of pornography that's accessible on the internet, a lack of understanding and a lack of care for people that, you know, obviously the majority of people do understand about consent and about how you treat each other. But one of the things that she is struck by when she goes into schools is how little people actually understand about the law and what rape actually means. Now, Eleanor told Matt how her experiences of working both in defence of men and boys accused of sexual offences and for the prosecution in similar cases has given her a unique insight into how they come about. Her passion is teaching people how to behave. She explains that respect for others is the key and that even if your actions are within the law, that may not mean nobody gets hurt. But with elite sports people, there's an added difficulty in teaching that. Now, there have been countless sexual abuse allegations across international sport, from football and tennis to the NFL and NBA. Some ending before criminal charges are brought, others making it to court and some resulting in convictions. And Eleanor Laws wants sports clubs to work harder to help their employees avoid these situations. 
Now, Matt Lawton wants us to stress that that does not mean that she wants to help them escape the law if they have done something wrong. What Eleanor told him is that she believes there's a greater role for teams to play in the upbringing of uber-talented kids, because doing it wrong can leave them predisposed to behaviour which could get them in trouble when they become famous young men. You know, we've got situations where football clubs are putting nine-year-old kids in limousines. Such is the competitive element involved in attracting the best kids into academies. These young lads are massively indulged, and it's all about their ability as footballers. And while football clubs may well say that they have things like consent training, she thinks it's inadequate. All the clients she has, whether they are 14, 15-year-old schoolboys or Premier League footballers, they've never had the speech that she gives. So there is a a void there that, that she wants to fill. Eleanor is offering to go into football clubs for free to offer bespoke advice to these elite sportsmen. She says it's as much about moral guidance as legal guidance. And maybe with the work she's doing, we'll avoid quite so many front page headlines about them in future and stick to seeing them on the back pages, I guess, where they belong. This really is a must read piece. And you can do so with a digital subscription now at thetimes.co.uk. A timeless talent and one of the most enduring voices in music, Tony Bennett has died just two weeks before his 97th birthday. He'd been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016, going public with the diagnosis in 2020. He wrote on Twitter, life is a gift, even with Alzheimer's. One of the last of the great American crooners, Bennett charted with hits in each of the eight decades since the 1950s. A music journalist, Matt Charlton, told Times Radio he used brilliant collaborations with modern artists to stay relevant. When the British invasion, as it was called, happened in the 60s, it sort of overshadowed him. He's disappeared from view. But it was really when his son started managing him and said look you've got a legacy here you've got collaborations you've got famous fans that you could do stuff with that he really leaned into that legend status that elder statesman that the big collaboration the one everyone's mentioning on social media today is the lady gaga one but there's an amy winehouse one as well for goodness sake so he was very disarming and he got the best from his collaborators Tony also performed with the likes of Frank Sinatra, Paul McCartney, Elton John and George Michael, releasing more than 70 albums and winning 19 Grammys, including a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2001. What a legend. But we're going to leave the last words to Tony, who will hopefully be looking over a particularly beautiful sky in San Francisco right now. Here's a tourism campaign with a difference. Stay away. (laughs) Have you been causing trouble somewhere again, Toby? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, But anyone who's been to Amsterdam will know (laughs) the sight of those massive cruise ships which dock in the city's terminal, looming over the central station. Uh, They highlight what's being called the locust plague of mass tourism, apparently. 
and it's something that the city council wants to end. Now the council's closing the passenger terminal Amsterdam. More than 100 vessels usually dock there each year and there's an annual flood of some 20 million tourists. Let's see what you did there with flood. So uh, why ban them? Well, it's part of a long-term plan to keep annual visitor numbers below 10 million, mostly for environmental reasons. Can you imagine? A study in 2021 did some calculations and found daily nitrogen emissions from one cruise ship was the same as 31,000 lorries driving in a circle on the city's ring road. Good for them. Finally, to a story Laura and I couldn't believe. Clearly there's a cost of living crisis almost right across the globe at the moment. We do believe that, by the way. Um, So people are making sacrifices, aren't they, everywhere, Laura? Yes, and it's fair to say that we were shocked that according to a piece written by Times Consumer Affairs correspondent Andrew Elson... One of the main sacrifices Britons are making is soap. Yeah, demand has fallen by 48% in the first half of the year. Hand wash is down by 23%. Bubble bath and shower gel, they're both down too. The only thing bucking the trend? Hand sanitizer. Are you washing in it? That's... <laughs> Almost up by a third. Yeah, we were surprised by this, thinking that hygiene might be the very last thing people would cut back on, even in tough times. So we decided to conduct a very scientific experiment. Yes, a huge pool of people. We asked a grand total of five times employees, (laughs) what would be the last thing you'd cut back on if money was tight? The last thing I would stop buying would be bleach because it's an all-around cleaner and it's really cheap. There's no way that I could get up and have have breakfast that keeps me going until lunch without eggs in the morning. If you just bought hand soap, you could maybe wash your clothes in that, yeah. Okay. So hand soap. It's shampoo, but expensive shampoo. I would not give it up. Olaplex shampoo, last thing, last thing I would give up from buying. It's just, it's changed my life. Am I allowed to say beer? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> So there you go. Three out of five agrees with us. (laughs) Cleaning products are essential. And for one, uh, I guess if you're going to smell, then get so drunk you can't tell. (laughs) Probably not a lesson for life. Always drink responsibly, listeners. Yes, yes, yes. I think I probably got too excited (laughs) there. It's probably time for us to go then. Good idea. We'll see you tomorrow for another World in 10.